Alright, what's up y'all? It's your boy Kexaro and welcome back to my first episode of Kexaro Talks. <laughs> now, I did this series, this podcast last year and I did two episodes and I kind of fell off. But I'm actually going to try and be consistent with this because we are stuck in quarantine and I have nothing better to do. Now I have my younger sister here with me, Kalia. How old are you? State your name. State what you like to do. Let them know you. Um, oh, Make sure 14. you speak loud. Speak yeah. loud. Okay. You forgot your age? Yes. Okay. You just turned 14, friend. How did you forget? April 7th. Keep going. Oh, look at your jewelry. It's like that TikTok filter. Go back. Ooh, you see it? No, don't touch no, it. Leave don't it. Don't touch it. Bling, bling. Yeah. All right. So in case y'all don't pick up on this, there's going to be an audio version, which is on Spotify, on all the podcast services, and there's a video portion on my second channel on YouTube. So all the future podcast episodes are going to be in the second channel in the description down below. But let's keep going. Keep going. My fault. Oh, me, you. You, we you. We still talk about oh. you, friend. Um, what do I say? What else? What makes you interesting? Why should they like <laughs> you? Why should they follow you on Instagram? Oh, I'm just an amazing person. I'm not following you back now. Just follow me. I'm just... <laughs> Why just not? Just follow me. <laughs> because I'm me. I'm Kalia. Oh, child. All right. Oh, Thank you, Nick. This to my eyes. No. Anyways, um, what's up, y'all? I'm Jordan, or Zoe, as it goes on my Instagram page. I am a podcast creator, content creator, um, and social media coordinator. So, you guys should follow me. Are you going to put everything in the description yeah, and stuff like yeah. that? Louder, okay. louder, louder. Let me show you. Did you heard me? Yes. Okay. So, um, if you didn't hear me before, I am a podcast creator, content creator, and a social media coordinator. So what's up, y'all? You should follow me. Here it is. All right, y'all. So this episode is going to be about school and education. Now, as you guys know, I am turning 18 in three days. So probably by the time this comes out, I'm going to be 18 already. Anyways, as I'm turning 18... That means I'm going to college. So I'm about to end my senior year of high school, and I'm moving to Baltimore for college. She's about to move out of high, out of, whoa, whoa, out of, whoa. out of middle school, and she's about to go to high school. But she's still gonna be in New York, so yeah, she's still gonna be in New York. <laughs> Sorry. So Jordan already graduated, graduated from everything. So she's gonna be giving us tips, and we're gonna be giving you tips about how to get through high school, how to get through middle school, and she's gonna tell you how to get through college. So, you want to tell about your experience in middle school and just how it's been so far and what you think of high school. And we're going to tell you what, like, the misconceptions and everything. I mean, middle school's been fine. Louder. Um, middle school, it's been... You got to make sure you... Yeah. Okay. There's not, like, it's... If you're going to middle school, it's how you expect. It's not cool. It's not interesting. Schoolwork is easy. High school, I feel like it's going to be harder. But, like... Well, all right, now. Um... I know your friend group changes a lot, but not really. Like, if you guys are really close. So, it I changes mean, a lot, but, but not, not really. really. Like, it'll well, change a lot. Like, I don't know. But you it matters. Your experience was different than mine. Yeah. Remember, you guys were upstate. I didn't go to high school or middle school with any of my, like, childhood friends, opposed to you guys growing up with your friends. So, um, middle school was hard for me because I went to three different um, middle schools because of the moving around and stuff like that. And then high school, I came up my junior year with everyone that um, 
known each other since like preschool up here so it was a huge adjustment because it was trash because I didn't know anybody opposed to you guys all knowing each other since forever growing up with the same people regardless of the fact that you might change your friendships from middle school to high school you still see the same people opposed to um living in the city you got like a book of all the high schools in the city and you got to pick a random one so we lived in the bronx i got accepted to schools in brooklyn i got accepted to schools in staten island i chose to go to the bronx because my mom was mommy didn't want me to go far but all those kids that i went to high school with i didn't know any of them from like a hole in the wall everyone came from different things opposed to you guys having the same like core people knowing the same high school teachers and all that kind of stuff i think that's kind of cool because that's how college literally is like mm-hmm. you get to reinvent yourself which yeah. i i really i really hope can change because like you said before i grew up upstate so i've known these people basically since when i moved up here in the middle of first grade it's not like i've known these people and honestly i'm tired of them i got a couple like three or four friends that i think i have for life but who knows i'm moving to a different state and I hope that I can just restart, bro. I'm ready. I'm gassed. And that's that's kind of what's cool for you, too. Because, like, you do know some people. But I think the 12th and 11th graders this year are going to be kind of cool for you. Because when I came in, they were kind of douchebags. No cap. Yeah. I feel and the like- kids that you're going to know are the kids that are younger than us. So they're kind of cool. But for you. For you. <laughs> but I don't remember middle school at all. Like, you couldn't ask me anything about middle school. That's what's, I think you're going to enjoy that a lot because the freedom that you get in in high school is totally different than middle school. You're going to regret that, that you're going to yeah, forget about all of that. I'm looking forward to that. And you have your friends. You have boys. Ew. <laughs> I'm going to make sure of that. Make okay. sure no one play mm-hmm. around with you because mm-hmm. I got that. Yeah, you're gone. And that's what you think. That's what you think. <laughs> that's what you think. <laughs> that's what he thought. That's what you think. <laughs> Okay. Um, I mean, I don't know. It. I think the reason people split up in high school is because they start... I mean, I'm obviously, it's up here, it's different because they have teams and stuff like that. But it's a lot more different in high school um, because people join teams and they are around each other so much. They go away on trips and stuff like that. They gravitate towards each other because that person knows what they're going through. So you'll have a friend that's probably on a team, but you won't be as close as you were probably before in middle school because they joined a team they're going to be surrounded with that team and if they continue that sport all four years you'll probably see that person once in a while but like being close close with that person is going to be hard i mean but that's like every high school that's not just like an upstate experience it's um my school when i went to high school in the city we didn't have like a a basketball team and stuff like that of our own so we had to share it with the high school next door to us which was Gompers, which was funny because Gompers used to be a jail. So can you just imagine me going to Mommy was losing her mind. She was like, why? What? The cheerleading team? Uh, at that school? Are you crazy? There's cops everywhere. There was cops at my school. Cops was normal for me. So like the transition from going through metal detectors, I couldn't have bobby pins in my hair. I couldn't bring my cell phone in school. Like I had to bring my cell phone to the corner store, pay them a dollar for them to hold my cell phone for the whole day. For me to go to school and then like call my mom like all right i'm dropping my phone off at this time just so you know i'm not late for school and then when i get out of school if i had the detention if i had practice for like a, a presentation or show or whatever i would have to call from the office and you know mommy was a cop so she knew every 
police officer in my building so they would know like they walk around and be like oh that's alexander's daughter don't like any trouble we just call her don't call the principal we just go and call alexander like she was that tight-knit so like going from that to coming upstate and walking through Marlboro and yeah it's a culture there's shock, no bro. it's leaning yo the, hell, the, the, the uh, i felt so scared i never felt so unsafe in my life until i stepped foot on Marlboro, and that's scary because the whole no metal detectors thing scared the hell out of me the hell because i was like oh oh y'all can do anything <laughs> like, i feel like for you you're used to it but like me walking metal detectors i'm like what is this like going to because school that's, like that's because how we dangerous. grew up yeah. yeah like when we first moved up here no lie um i was we were supposed to be in nfa school district so i was comfortable like okay nfa has yes. the metal detectors the security guards i wanted to go to nfa because i felt comfortable but my mom was just like you're not about to move upstate to go to go through that again. Yeah. So that's why we, you know, thank God, or for her sake, thank God, we went into Marple School District. But they had, the first week I went to school, they had like a locker suite. I don't know if they still do this now, but nope. they did the first week they we did, did it. And they had um, the cops come in with the dogs, and he was they just walking around it? sniffing lockers. Oh, yeah. And that freaked me out. Because I was like, Ma, this is like some Degrassi crap. Like, yo, <laughs> they got people sniffing lockers. I think the second week of school, some kid overdosed on um, Vicodin. He came into school <laughs> and crushed up Vicodin and snorted it on the bus. So that's why they stopped giving people Tylenol at the nurse's office. Because, like, it was just stuff like, what in the hell do you got me? This is, to me, and I don't want to say white people cry, but that's what it felt like to me. Because I'm like, this is the stuff you see on TV. You didn't go through that in my school because they didn't let you. We couldn't have Tylenol. We couldn't, we couldn't have alcohol pads. So... Just the fact that oh, people coming God. in here and they're just like, oh, you just walk in and anyone could come in this building and walk through and people that graduated years ago was coming through the building and yeah, walking through. Yeah, that actually still happens. And visits the camp, like visits classes and sits in the class. All that stuff mm-hmm. would have never went down at a city school. So the fact that it came up here made me feel so unsafe. But the thing is now, due to the normality of school shootings and everything, that's oh, cracked up. Yeah, obviously that's they don't do out. it now. Like, I've never, like, we had a couple of drills. Like, the whole school shooting drill thing, that kind of stuff. That was a normality to the city schools because we, especially in the um, area that you went in, depending on the school you went to, you could have been in a gang territory area. The reason mommy was just like, no, we got to move is... Um, one holiday, it was like a blood initiation day, and I think a bus driver of yours and like that got cut. Jeez. And she freaked out, and she was like, no, we gotta move. And that was it. Like, they were surrounding my school and everything. Like, it was crazy. But that was normality for me. So coming up here, and just everyone just doing whatever they want, walking in whatever they want, people got box cutters on their keychains, because that's just a normal thing. And, and I'm like, oh... Listen, this is what y'all doing. This is scary. This is, yeah, I didn't like it. I did not like my high school experience. I joined teams just to keep myself busy, which was fun. But like, I think it just took me a very long time to get adjusted to from being 16 years born and raised in the city to come up here for my other half of 16 and 17 and 18. It just kind of just threw me off because I was just like, I don't know what this life is. But you guys adjusted so well because yeah. you guys were younger. So I'm glad you guys got a, a better experience than I did because I was terrified for my life. <laughs> and the misconception is everybody says high school is the best years of your life. No. That is not true. And I'm not even done with high school. I can tell already because I feel like for you, 
I think high school will be better. But for me, I just I just didn't adjust well. And since you're an athlete and you're doing all these sports, I feel like it's going to be better for you because I didn't do anything in all four years. Like, I went to do track this year. Coronavirus. Like, I could have played football. I could have done all these things and all these clubs, but I really didn't do anything. And I feel like that definitely messed it up because in, in middle school, I was a, a part of the theater group, and that was really fun. And you you can... There's so many different people in high school that you never would have thought you would connect with, but you connect all for something weird like theater or art or something like that. So for real, do as much as you can, pad your credits, pad your portfolio and do all that. Cause yeah, now was the time to do it. Teams were fun to me. I, I think that was the best experience I had out of Marlboro was joining teams stuff like that. I was on the cross country. I was on a track. I was on, um, <laughs> I faked on the softball team just to do it. Just because, um, my mom, I don't know if you guys still have Mrs. P as a gym teacher. She's mad old now. Who? Miss P. No. Whatever. Well, <laughs> she loved my mother, and they bonded off of sports and stuff like that, so my mom, mommy made me try out for that kind of stuff, whatever. But, like, getting that stuff and, like, connecting with those people um, was fun because, like, I'm still friends with a lot of those people that I was on teams with. Like, those people is good for networking. And what I can tell you as a college graduate is, Networking is so, so important. You never realize how it is, how much it is important until you're halfway through college. Like, it doesn't matter what the friendship is based off of. It doesn't matter um, what, like, does it, what the, you know, connection is. It's just you never know who could help you in the, in the literate terms. You know what I mean? Like, me graduating and having an English minor and communications and stuff like that and me just putting myself out there more and I wish I would have done that earlier in the years um, because, you know, fake antisocial kind of person. Um, If I would have been more outspoken, I feel like I would have been more out there. Like, the reason I got to work at the radio stations and all that kind of stuff is because, like, my professor pushed me into that kind of stuff. Um, But it wasn't because of something that I generally wanted to do. It was just because she was just like, no, you're going to get out of this bubble and you're going to, you know what I mean? But I feel like you're better at that because you're more outspoken. You're more social. I was social in high school to an extent because I didn't really know these people. Whereas in, you know these people, you know what you like, you know who you want to hang out with and stuff like that. Um, and that's a really good trait to have being social, um, especially when you go into high school, especially when you go into college, being more social, being open to embracing new people and stuff like that, but kind of knowing who and what to not be around. You know what I mean? Like being able to judge that kind of character simply because you can get caught up, especially in college, you can get caught up in anything at a split second. Like you think it's okay. And then you get dragged into it so fast because your first year of college, especially your first year away. That's what I'm kind of scared of. How much freedom I'm going to (laughs) have. That is going to scare you. Like, oh my gosh. Like you think high school is one thing and high school... I'm not going to say it's not the best four years of your life, but it's definitely like a... It's become... It's like shaping you into who you're going to yeah. become. Because but college, college but like, you're everyone like Everyone has there. their peak. Don't let high school be your no. peak. Don't mm. let college be your peak. Because once you hit your peak, all you're going to do is go back down. You know I know I mean? a like, lot of people that hit their high school in peak. Me too. It's and they're tragic. all not doing anything. Especially in a town like Marlboro, people kind of get comfortable and get content with where they're at and then they don't leave. And you don't want to be that person. So don't... 
it doesn't matter if you don't hit your peak in high school because that means it's always going to come. Don't try to hit your peak in college. Just be who you are. Be accepting of whoever comes into your life, people. And I think the best advice mommy ever told me that I never understood until now is people are reasons, seasons, lifetimes. Don't hold on to people that are not meant to be there. You know what True. I mean? And um, just learn whatever lessons they're teaching you and then move and grow from it. Don't keep repeating the same lesson over and over again because you're going to blink and you're going to be like, oh my God, college is over. <laughs> and what am I going to do? That's kind of what happened oh in high school. High school's over. What did, what did I get? What did I learn out of this? Yeah. Like, and then you're living because I didn't understand that until my freshman and I was like, what did I learn? Like, what did I... <laughs> What did I get out of high school? Nothing. Because, like, once you graduate, high school don't teach you nothing about taxes, don't teach you nothing about how to, like, operate through social life properly because high school is so, like, it's like they're babying you, but they're not babying you. And then once you get put out in college and it's your freshman year and, you know, you're allowed to make your own schedules now and you're allowed to just come and go as you please and sleep in and they don't care about attendance and it is what it is, all that freedom... Oh my gosh, that is the worst thing you can ever do to someone. It's overwhelming because let's say you schedule your class and you know you're not a morning person, but you know you don't want to stay late in class. So you schedule a 10 o'clock class, you get up, you look, you be like, mm, I could be 10 minutes late. They're not going to say nothing. And then you just don't go, but they don't care. Yeah. You know how many times I did that? I'd be like, because <laughs> you don't want to be that person that walk in late but then like when you miss one class the snowballs what do you know how much they teach in a class alone in college I had English classes that was like oh you miss one day you miss a whole book that was supposed to be read this book be like 400 pages how did I read 400 pages in one day I don't know and the class only be like an hour so I'm like what what just speed reading like, what's going on like but it's real because it's like they get through so much because like I had a professor break it down as far as like including all the breaks, including summer vacations and all that kind of stuff. You really, in all reality, through a whole year of college, you only get 34 full days of college with breaks. That's not including snow days or anything like that. That's breaks and holidays and all that kind of stuff. And that's just including the classes of how many, how long your class is. Like if you have a 45 minute class, you're adding all that up into one consistent day of 24 hours. That sums up to 34, 35 days of action. So they're supposed to cram a whole year's worth of stuff in 34, 35 days. And you want to miss one? Come on. <laughs> like, come on. That's what I'm scared about. Cause I feel like I'm going to be, it's going to be such a culture shock to be like, actually, I guess, independent. Because, like you said, I choose my class times. I choose when I want to go. I, I pick what I want to eat because I could go to where I want to eat. I can travel if I want because I'm going to be in Baltimore. Like, I'm I'm scared because I know I'm disciplined, but I feel like that first two weeks, I'm just going to be going to parties and doing all these things. Cause oh, yeah. The first two weeks set you up because it's welcome back. They do, like, a, um, a block party and all that kind of stuff. And then especially it's going to be even more difficult for you because you went to a predominantly white school and now you're going to a HBCU. Yeah. So now you're going to just be surrounded by nothing but black people. Um, but it's just, you're going to realize that there's all different types of black people. Yeah. Um, because 
you know, black people aren't the same. And yeah. as much as all people like to think we are, it's going to be a whole different range of type of people. Um, but you're going to be going to a predominantly black school, which is huge and a culture shock for you. Whether you know it or not, it's going to be a culture shock for you. And you're going to be exposed to a lot more. Um, and parties are going to be big. And school's uh-huh. going to be big in general. But professors are going to be even harder on you because they expect more out of you. Um, but they're also not going to baby you. And in the first, like I said, the first two weeks is going to be parties in class and getting to know people and dorm parties and this and that. But it's going to be overwhelming. Like, I promise you, the first week is probably going to be like four or five different parties. And they're like swimwear. (laughs) And that's going to be, and I'm telling you, but it's like, you don't want to miss it because you want to be in all the action. You want to see who's who, what's what. But you also want to be on top of your school because the first week, the first day is syllabus day, and that's it. The rest of the week, you're getting homework. Like, it's not like high school was like, oh, it's the first week. Welcome. <laughs> what you want to learn? Let's do an icebreaker. Let's do it. Like, they'll do that, but they'll give you homework too. Like, the first week, you'll have like two essays, read three chapters, this, this. Like, it's going to be all of that on top of your parties. And you have to learn time management. Yeah. Time management is so important because don't be like me. My first semester, terrible. I was so focused on everything else, want to be in everything, that I didn't properly do what I had to do. And I'm like huge procrastinator, but I'm also big on pressure. Like I like to finish things at yeah, the end, for real. at the last minute, because I feel like it comes out better. And it has proved to be that true for me. But I've learned that from your mother. Because she's the same way. And I've seen that you've picked that up too. Yeah. I'm telling you. Them college essays the night before, they be hitting different. It's, but don't, please don't pick up that habit. It's so bad because you freak yourself out. Because you're like, oh my God. Because you're watching the time and you're watching this and you're like, yo, it's due at 11.59 and it's just 9 o'clock and all I got is my name on the paper. I just, <laughs> I, I just be watching Hulu and, and trying to type. Don't count as the words counted about how many words they want on the page. Listen, it's scary. That is the scariest heart attack, but that's what causes people to like pick up the whole like drug thing and stuff like that, like that Adderall and all that kind of stuff. Huge on campus because it helps people focus. Bugging. I've seen it work. I've seen people do it. I've also seen people freak out because they can't stop. Like they'll do it, get their paper done. And now they're still like, okay, but I want to go to sleep now. It's 15 days later and I still can't sleep because I'm still taking it and I'm trying to, like, people lose it and they crack under pressure. And they start dropping out. And you'll start to see it. The first week of class, first couple weeks of class, everyone's going to be in class. By the next month, it's going to be nobody in class. Don't follow that either. I know. And then towards midterm, class is going to be full again. Then it's going to dry out again. Finals, everyone's going to be in class again. It happens. I wish it could be like that for high school. <laughs> you gotta be in class every day. They track you, but college, man. So would you consider college better than high school in the broad scheme of things? Absolutely. It it kinda it kinda makes you push yourself to be better, but it also puts you in a bad spot where you have to figure out who you want to be. It's yeah. like, do I wanna be the person that finishes college? and succeeds and stuff like that or do I want to be the person that's just all about this area because you know what I mean like I know so many people 
that go to college, but they go to college for the parties. They don't go to college to learn. Mm-mm. And that's the problem. And since it's I'm like, paying for it. Exactly. When you're uh. paying for that crap, it costs more. Like, I feel like my first two years of college, because mommy was paying for it, um, it didn't mean much to me. But then when I started and I started, I went to um, U Albany. When I started paying for it, I go yeah. Whoa, this is for real. what? I didn't have a meal plan. Um, but I also had an apartment style dorm, so we bought a lot of food and we just cooked. So that saved me a lot of time. Um, and um, we had like our own gym there, which is like the perks of being on campus and stuff like that. So I would always suggest to stay on campus your whole four years because um, going off campus kind of like, kind of sucks sometimes. But um, you have the gym, you have the library that's open 24 hours. If you, like by the time like finals and midterms come, it's going to be 24 hours. Um, So you can always stay in there. I don't know how long your cafe stays open. Mine stayed open until four. Um. We got Chick Fil A on campus. Oh boy! The spots that help, but remember, like certain spots like that are gonna close by a certain time. Like you're yeah. gonna have like the actual cafe food that's probably gonna be open until like two, and then like the actual food places might close by like nine, ten o'clock. And then you know Chick Fil A don't open for nobody on Sunday, so <laughs> Dude, you better have your that. meal ready for Sunday. And I think because you're going to a HBCU, I think they also have a church. They might. I'm not sure. So, that's another thing. I know down south they did and stuff like that. Like, that was a thing for them, like, to have a chapel. Not a chapel. Is that what it's called? For black people? What's it called? A church? Regular church? Okay. Well, <laughs> a church on campus, just so people could do that. Um, did you want to join a frat? Is that your thing? I think I got to learn up about it, to be honest, because I don't just want to join something just to join something. I want to actually have friends in there and have it benefit me. Like you said before, I know it's mostly for networking. But I, I want to research and learn more about them before I even make any decisions. Oh, so well, so freshman, freshman year, year you I can't. think, yeah, you're not. They're not gonna allow you anyway. They're not gonna make you rush first on freshman year. They want you to be adjusted. Um, but they're gonna have like a whole presentation about it during your orientation. Like pledging is a huge, huge thing, a part of like HBCUs. Um, so just know it's gonna be out there. You're gonna see the probates. You're gonna see them doing the stomps and all that kind of stuff, which is so cool to watch, especially. That you're going to an all black college, like it's gonna be even bigger, um, opposed to me going to a fake HBCU because you Albany swears that we are, <laughs> we're a black school, but there's more black people than white people now, so like in a way we are a fake little HBCU, um, but you're going to like a legit one, so your homecoming is gonna be crazy. Yeah, all the events like school events, campus events are gonna be insane. You're gonna have more um, because you go to HBCU. Um, you're going to have more celebrities that pop up on campus. That's like a normality thing. Like, I know people that went to Clark, Atlanta, and Georgia, and people used to say that Chris Brown used to just come to eat because he wanted to. And it was just normal for them. Like, people weren't freaking out. They was like, oh, he come here all the time. There ain't nothing. You want extra mac and cheese on your plate? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, the most we used to get, we used to get Don Q, who was always at our school, Shiggy, he, he damn near was a, a student. Um, a Boogie was always at the school. Because of Don Q. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, like, Dave East. Like, a couple of, like, he used to pop up every now and then. But they weren't, like, coming, let me chill in the cafeteria, let's eat kind of thing. Like, that's, like, a southern school thing. And Grant's, like, you know, Baltimore ain't south, but it's country, so they might pop up over there, too. 
but that's a rough area, so please. The stay only safe. thing I'm truly <laughs> scared about is my roommate. That's what I'm not sure about, cause I feel like if I get some weirdo, bro, <laughs> and I gotta do it on for a semester, and I gotta sleep with him in my room. Not a semester, the whole year. <laughs> you don't change rooms semesters. That's your whole year. That's the only thing I'm truly scared about. But I feel like your dorms are better than what they give everyone else freshmen. Like at U Albany, you have to live on the quads, but you have to have a roommate. Um, and you get that like super high twin size bed with the foam that feel like cardboard so i'd recommend putting like a little little, topper on it or whatever and um you don't even get a full closet like you get a closet but like it's a curtain with the school um symbol on it it's real tacky like Like, if y'all see this i come from this and i gotta move to something one fourth the size of this and share it with another human being humbling oh yeah absolutely that was like when I decided to dorm. Thank God I didn't dorm until my junior year. Um, I thought that it was genius to go on campus, especially since I didn't want to live on off campus in Albany just yet. Um, so because I was a junior, I was able to get an off, I mean, an apartment style one. So I had my own room. I just shared the bathroom and like the other living spaces, the kitchen and stuff like that. So it was four of us in one apartment. Um, and it was two to one bathroom and two to the other bathroom. I got the biggest bathroom because I was all the way at the far end. Um, we was also all the far end of the um, like floor. So like you got off and we were like all the way down. <laughs> like the elevator was here. I want to say to the other side of this house. That was where my apartment was. So that was annoying. And so was like the laundry room over there. And I think that was the most hardest. I forgot about the That's laundry That's the hardest too. part is trying to figure out your schedule for that. Once you learn it, you'll know when to do that. And I don't remember, because I remember we looked at your thing, but I don't remember if you share a bathroom with all, all of them. But boys are gross, in my opinion. So you'll figure out, like, your hygiene regimen, routine, or whatever, according to everyone else that's in your room and know when to go. I don't know if it's like everyone else. Like, I know people that went to Albany that lived on Alumni, which is, like, our downtown campus, and they shared a room, but they also had um, co-ed bathrooms, which was disgusting to me because in my mind, I'm like, yeah, I can't even like touch the floor without feeling like I'm touching something. That's disgusting to me. Yeah. Or just the fact that someone could walk. But somebody really wanted to like actual college experience. Let me get a co-ed bathroom. That was not my I'm idea. Good. That, was, I'm that good. was not my idea of college. I did not want to share a bathroom with some nasty boy. Or waking up to go brush my teeth and he's coming out the shower. That would just traumatize me. Because I'm just like, ugh. Like, ugh. Gross. Disgusting. But some people do it. But you have an all boys dorm, right? Yeah. So you'll see. You'll see how nasty boys are. And you'll see that you're going to have probably more bathroom problems than girls do. Um, I mean, maybe. Mm-hmm. Good luck with the fire drills. If that school's like every other school across the country, you're going to have random fire drills at random times of the night at any time of the year. So it's going to be like dead winter at three o'clock in the morning and the fire alarm's going to go off and you have to grab yourself. If you want to grab your phone, grab your school ID so you can get back into the building and you go outside and you wait until it's over. They'll have the fire truck actually come in and do a sweep of the whole building and then allow you in. Um... I don't know if mommy told you, but the first day we were moving in, that happened to us. We were outside for a whole hour and a half. 
So thank God mommy had the car so we were sitting in the car. But people that didn't have a car, standing in the cold, mm-hmm. people would just get out the shower, stuck because they couldn't mm-hmm. do anything, be tight. Um, after a while, I probably shouldn't say this out loud, but I do. I used to just stay in the house. Like I wouldn't come out my room. So my Ari would be knocking on the door. Is everybody out? Just silence. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, it's the most annoying thing because that thing will go off for hours if they don't think everyone's all out. So they'll keep it going and stuff. Listen, fire drills are annoying. You'll see that people are really dumb. I had one guy in my building forget to take the packet out the ramen, but put the ramen packet, like noodles, in the microwave. In the microwave. That like, I don't know why he did that. Like, no, not the cup of noodles. Like, the actual packaged ones with the packet seasoning, he put the whole thing in the microwave. Like, they was going to... <laughs> it needs water. What? And put it in for three minutes. Blew up. Then we had another person put popcorn, like the store bought one, and I'm like, but not the one with the kernels, like the store bought, like, popcorn. like smart popcorn. popcorn. Yes. In the microwave. What were you doing, friend? <laughs> Why? Because he was high. He thought that he needed to pop them extra. <laughs> That was his excuse. I wanted to pop them more. It wasn't popped enough. What does that mean? (laughs) Like, people do stupid stuff. And it's just like, yo, who raised you? Are you retarded? Like, what is wrong with you? But that happens. Like, you're going to learn how stupid people are. And you're going to learn how nasty people are. Yeah, for real. And that's going to, like, build your character a little bit. You won't get that as much. Like, you'll see how nasty people are in locker rooms because the high school locker room, the girls' locker room in high school is disgusting. It's the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. And now that you guys have a pool, I think that's even worse. Yeah, the pool is gross. Because then you see people that don't shower. And, like, the top of the pool. Has, like, a film over it. All the hair products. Disgusting. I hate it. Yeah. But that's what you guys are going to go through. So, have fun. (laughs) <laughs> are you scared at all not really i'm gonna be scared like the first week like before school i'm not gonna be ready for that well let me say something uh freshman friday is a myth it never happens what is that oh good you never know okay well it was a thing in the city freshman friday like the whole first month of like september they would jump all the freshmen all the seniors <laughs> it was an accurate thing in the city people used to do that crap like, people used to talk about it um, up here, it never happened. You know what else doesn't happen? Senior pranks. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh that's, that's a lie. Thing. They banned it. Oh, okay. Then probably after... After you left. Probably, no. Probably after Shelly's class. Because they put, they poured honey and flour all over the principal's car. Some kids filled water balloons with urine and threw them at kids. <laughs> There was one year where they, um, Mr. Cordellano, they got prank. I don't know how they got the keys to his car, but they got like a whole bunch of newspapers and filled his whole car trunk included with newspapers. See, that's like harmless. But filling balloons with urine and throwing them at kids? (laughs) So that wasn't us. That was, I don't know what class that is. That's disgusting. People do nasty things. And then that's gone. Senior skip day is gone because we're in coronavirus. Senior trip is gone. To go into Disneyland is canceled. Like, come on, man. Stay home, bro. I have friends that are um, planning like an Airbnb party this weekend. 
They're like, oh, we're about to have a corona party. And I was like, this <laughs> is why we're stuck here. We mm-hmm. can't get out of anything because y'all still want to party. What is wrong? And then they're like, oh, you're going to come? No. No. <laughs> oh, you being, you being mad whack right now. No, because I don't want to catch it. But y'all want to play? Go ahead with y'all bad selves. But don't. We're going to be stuck in here until you're not even going to make your freshman year. I promise you that. <laughs> You're gonna be you're gonna be homeschooled. Your freshman year of high school is gonna be homeschooled. And they're gonna send you to your college, but they're not gonna let you go anywhere else. You're gonna go to school and back. <laughs> your classes and back. They're not gonna let you have parties. They're not gonna have no like fundraisers, nothing. That's gonna be so trash. For you guys. I work from home, so <laughs> I don't go outside anyway. <laughs> so. But that sucks. This whole coronavirus thing has demolished everything for you guys. It kind of... I wish you guys got to experience that. I like, mean, it's not even as bad for you. Yeah, it is. From missing your 8th grade instead of missing your 12th grade year. I've been in school for 12 years. She- all paid off for this graduation. And it's about to get canceled, bro. I'm about to get my diploma in Roblox or Minecraft. Like, what? She hasn't crossed the stage either who cares about eighth grade she does (laughs) eighth grade eighth grade is here 12th senior year of high school is here in importance and then there's college it's just like no it's just as important that's an accomplishment for her like you got that just like like at first i was just like oh yeah yeah but then like that's that's huge for her like it was huge for me i don't even remember eighth grade I remember my eighth grade, but simply because I went to private school. So that was me transitioning into going into a public school. So that was huge for me. It's huge for her. You're not going to remember it in four years. I you can, might I, not, but I at that moment you. you are. I can assure you. Listen, I barely remember my damn eight, my high school graduation. Come on. All right. Listen, we had um, Carmen's mom give our speech because she was in our class. Um... It was pouring that day, so we had to move our graduation from outside to, to inside, gym, yeah. which was aggravating. Um, so it was pretty boring. Nothing crazy. You're in, you're out. You're in it's just, it's just the thought of it, you know? It's like you, you literally, from kindergarten to now, this is what you came to accomplish. Yeah. And now it's gone for me. I'm sorry. It's gone for the both of you. Hers isn't as... All three of you, actually. So, it, 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 he's not here. But it, it's so, it's huge. And it's huge for mommy. So, I can understand. She, she's really upset about it. But, like, you know, that just pushes you guys even more to, like, the next four years that when we're out of this and you guys are in school, that your college and your high school are going to be even bigger. And you're going to appreciate it a lot more. Don't worry, guys. I'm serious. Listen, some people don't make it to their graduation in college. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Oh, what? You're not having an eighth grade graduation. <laughs> That's so depressing. Ugh. So sad. We're not gonna hear your principal make a 2020 reference at your graduation. No, she did it. Um. Eighth grade. Yeah, she did do it. <laughs> she made the eighth grade joke. You remember that, don't you? Yeah, because she was like, you guys are going to be the class of 2020 with perfect vision. I was like, ha, ha, ha. 
vision is not so clear. No, Hilarious. Laugh. Ah. <laughs> so you're the class of 2024, and I'm the class of 2024 too. Me for college, you for high school. Ah. It wasn't ah. supposed to be a joke. Ah. <laughs> Hi. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? <laughs> Any closing statements, Khalil? You've been quiet for like half the, half the episode. Anything you want to say? Does it show how long we've been doing this? 40, 40 minutes and 30 seconds. Where do you see that? Khalil. Oh, oh, yeah. I know no. how to use my software. <laughs> oh, my. So nothing else you want to say? All right, child. So this was episode one of, I guess I could say, season two. Um, I'm not sure. Of season two? How many episodes did you make in season one? Two. Two. But it's been like a year hiatus, so we're coming back bigger and better than ever. I thought I was bad when I was taking like months off with the podcast. And I'm like, hey, y'all, it's me. Welcome back. And they're like, you haven't been here for like three months. What are you talking about welcome back? We've been here. Welcome back to you. <laughs> like, sheesh, a year? Yeah, I know. I know, but hopefully you guys enjoyed this, talking about college, high school, and life. We're going to be back, all three of us. Maybe my mom will join. Who knows? Talking what's about whatever. Gonna, what's she going to talk about? I have no clue. That's ill. But um, thank you guys for watching. If you guys did enjoy, make sure to leave a like. Remember, I am on all podcast platforms. You know the, the platforms for Anchor. Yeah. Spotify. Maybe Apple Podcasts. Google Play. Google Play. Um, Radio Play. Um, there's a bunch of them. Yeah. All of them. I'm just going to leave the Anchor link in the description down below. And all that's going to be down there, too. I don't know if I said it in this, but I have two channels. My main channel, Kaksara. My second channel is Akora. So my podcast, gaming videos, are all going to be my second one. And my college videos are going to be in my second one as well. So subscribe to that one. Get that one to two or 300. And um, yeah, make sure you check out my sister's podcast, Shay With Your T. The E is a three. Ooh, that's, a t- a that's fire, bro. You should bro. design that t-shirt. Say less. That's fire. She's going to get a channel up and running. I'm going to help her with that. We're going to try and get Kalia her own channel. She's been slacking, bro. She really been slacking. <laughs> but um, that's it for now. Thank you guys so much. You guys want to say anything before we end it? Um, Yeah, so look out for or keep checking on my podcast shade with your tea, the Ease of Three. Um, and um, I'm building a production company called Black Minded. So check that out. It's B-L-A-Q-U-E, not um, the regular black. So look out for that. It's going to be my new production company that's going to hold other content series underneath that. And we're going to build it into something even bigger. Probably its own platform, its own production company. Not production company, but like its own thing in itself. I want to be bigger than the shade room and all that kind of stuff. I want to do stuff more positive for our generation and generations to come. So look out for that too. <laughs> Why are you both looking at me? Because it's your turn. Oh, I don't have anything to say. Follow me on Instagram. We're going to get you something to promote, baby girl. <laughs> we're just going to get you something because this right. is tacky. All right. So we're going to catch y'all. As I said before, more episodes of the podcast soon. Stay tuned. More YouTube videos with these ladies and everything. Ah, she sent me my money. All right. We'll catch you guys. That's it for now. Peace Bye. out. Peace.